Hey everybody, it's Doug and Renee and welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Each episode is designed to encourage, uplift, and motivate you to thrive in your marriage and single life. Be blessed. Hey. Oh, I'm sorry. I said you go um, first. He, he, he said before we turned the mics on, he said, I'm going to let you go first. And I was trying to get adjusted in my chair. What's up, y'all? It's, you see, you it's, wasn't ready. It's Doug and Renee. I was, I was ready. You just said I was trying to get adjusted uh, in my chair. That didn't mean I wasn't ready to talk. You just I, said I wasn't. Bruh. Bruh. I was sis. born ready. I was born ready. You know what the saying Same goes. goes Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. That's right. Exactly. I'm ready. I was ready. You wasn't ready. You were I like, was I got to adjust my Anyway, chair. welcome hey, back, everybody. Y'all. Hey, everybody. We are starting off just having a, little a new month, April. April. They say April showers bring May flowers. Don't nobody say it anymore. There, well, I'm still saying it somewhere. <laughs> if you Google it, it you'll see it. I mean, just say that we it basically younger. says it rains a yeah. lot in April, and we certainly... Um, did start off with rain in, in our area. Yeah, if you believe um, in global warming, it's raining all the time. Bruh, you said okay. I could start. I'm you sorry. talk about all this other stuff. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm I'm segueing into our topic. You are getting way off topic. Talk about weather. I just said it's April. You brought up weather. Anyway. April showers. Lord Jesus. Y'all pray for us on this episode yes. right now. This topic um, we're talking about. Because this brother right here. Um, you about good. to you about to hear some scuffling in the background. I feel revived. So anyway, we are in the month of April, starting off a new topic, and um, this topic is kind of a, a, a testament to um, what we've had to live in our marriage. When people ask us, um, "How did you stay married for thirty five years?" and it's because of this topic, never give up. We want to encourage somebody, anybody, to not give up. And we will, um, you know, share some scriptures, sh- share some insight, share some of our experiences to kind of help you in that area. And we're not just talking about never giving up on each other, but sometimes in the face of adversity, you have to just look to God. Mm-hmm. And so you have to never give up on him and the hope of your calling. If you're called to marriage, if you believe you're called to marriage, then you'll never give up on that calling. Because you it believe is, God called you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, some people say, you know, I believe God is calling me to be married uh, or God called me or God sent me my husband or God sent me my wife. Well, if that is the case... Never give up on Never what God up. called you to do. Yes. Because you might have been called to marriage, but it may not have been by God. Okay. Hello. Don't let your family members dupe you. When you're mm-hmm. getting married, when you're going to have some kids, I want some grandbabies. Don't don't let people do that to you because people will put stuff on you mm-hmm. that God did not mean for you to enter into. Because, you know, as the minister says, marriage is not to be entered into lightly. Mm. And I was looking up, because um, I know the, the statistics probably change throughout the years. 
Um, but it's pretty much the same. Um, what statistics is that? Yeah, you're looking up. Um, I was going to say that the divorce statistics. Thank you for asking. Okay, looking up the divorce. Because the people can't see you statistics, and um, it says the current divorce rate in the United States. This is just the U.S. If you listen to us somewhere else, the statistics may be different um, in your country. But the current divorce rate in the U.S. is two point three persons. I don't know where they get the point three. Um, per 1,000 people. That's so that's that a lot. That's like saying over... I don't know what that means. I don't know either. I'm not good at math. <laughs> I was, was going to try to come up with something. Um, but that was the first thing that popped up. Um, oh but I know the saying... <laughs> um, 50% of all marriages end in divorce. I know that's divorce. a saying. I yes. don't know where that comes I from. I don't know how true that statistic is. And I was trying to find very specific statistics. And that's the one statistic that came up for um, the year of 2022. Oh, you can go on the government's website, Department of Statistics. Okay, very well. There's so no Department of Statistics. Yes, it is. Where? In the Department of Statistics. <laughs> Y'all don't pay us no mind. This is not our area of expertise as far as departments. I didn't know in you were going to come up and um, talk about this. Um, because it hit me just before we started. Oh, okay. Um, when you were setting up uh, for us to get started okay. recording, I went and I said, I wonder what the, what the rate is. Because we're talking about never giving up. Mm-hmm. And we both felt like, and always feel like, this is a message for someone who's thinking about throwing in the towel. At any point in time in your relationship, I don't care who you are, you thought about throwing in the towel. We have both thought about it. We've thought about it at the same time. We've thought about it at different times. We thought about it at five years, 10 years, 15, 20, even 25 years. Because the thought is going to come. It's what you do with the thought that makes the difference. Everybody thinks about, you know what, I'm, I don't feel like dealing with this. I'm tired of this or I'm tired of this person. So we wanted to come up. Um, we felt impressed to the Lord mm-hmm. to talk about never giving up. Um, and so while Doug is, I think he's looking to help me yeah. uh, with the statistics. One of the things I found interesting when I was looking for those statistics mm-hmm. Because I don't want to misquote it and say fifty percent of all marriages end in divorce. Well, I, got I don't, it. I don't know if it. I don't know if that's true. But before you go to the statistic, mm-hmm. um, what is the number one cause of divorce? If you look this up online, it says lack of commitment. I believe that to be so true. It says is the most common reason given by divorcing couples, according to a recent recent national survey. Um, seventy three percent argue too much, um, and fifty. And I'm sorry. Here are the reasons given. Their percentages: lack of commitment okay. is seventy three percent. Argue too much was fifty six percent. I know those numbers don't add up, but just based on the survey, those were the two highest numbers. Mm-hmm. And again, lack of commitment was seventy three percent. I think, and just hearing you say that. Uh, lack of commitment. Of course, I don't even think... Did we give the title? What are we talking about? Never give up. Never give up. Lack of commitment, never give up. Everybody has a different level of commitment. What their um, personal 
tolerance. Tolerance, like, yeah, for commitment is. And I, I believe that to be true because of the title that we are uh, talking about. And I also have the statistics. Uh, it says in 23, which is the year we're in, approximately 50% of all marriages will end in divorce. Uh, second marriage is 60%. Sec- third marriage is 73%. And that is from... Uh, the Department of Statistics? Yeah, Marriage and Divorce Statistics. <laughs> okay. Hernum.com. So anyway... Um, never giving up and just being committed. And what was the actual 73%? Lack of commitment? Lack of commitment. Commitment. Is the most common uh, reason. All right. So many, many years ago, we we had a friend have a friend in the first church we went to. Mm-hmm. Says, what you're asking people to do is commit in a non-committal society. I'll never forget that. Never forget that. And that is... Pastor Julius, I'll give him a shout out. That is uh, something he told Renee and I, or he said to us, had to be over 20 years ago. Yes. And we found that out to be so very true, that people, what is your tolerance? What is your level of commitment to, right. and we've we've said this before, is that they're gonna, there is going to come a point in time in your marriage where you have to be more committed to the ministry of marriage than you are to the person who you're married to. Right. It, it, like Renee just said, is arguments, fuss, fighting. You get two people from two different backgrounds. Even if you grew up in the same background, you have the same socioeconomic status, all of that being equal, all of that being equal, you're still two individuals coming together. Trying to make this thing work. Right. And it is iron shopping iron. Right. And I want to put a plug in for singles listening to this. If you are dating someone, if you are going out with someone, you need to observe, you ask questions and all of that stuff we've talked about in previous podcasts. But you need to observe their level of commitment in other areas of their life. Mm-hmm. Because that usually is something that um, balls over. I forgot yeah. the term. I'm trying to bleeds trying over. to say it's bleeds a, over yeah. or rolls over or you know that's just who they are. Mm-hmm. And usually, if you see that they're not committed to taking care of children from a from another relationship, or they're not on time, or they have had a lot of jobs. When you say on time, you mean punctual? Punctual. Um, they're always late. Commi- commitment. I mean, that's part of commitment. You say, I'm going to be somewhere at 8 o'clock. If you habitually come at 8.15, 8.30, and you're not committed to a promise how about being on time, how are you going to be committed to a relationship? Okay. And okay. I think you should, those are things that you need to keep under advisement when you're dating. Just watch them and say, okay, are they committed on their job? How long have they been on their job? How many jobs have they had in the last, you know, three, five years? Do they have a job? <laughs> um, and just just commitment to you and commitment to the relationship, that will show you who they are, a part of who they are. Because uh, people could talk a good game all day long, but 
the saying goes, actions speak louder than words. Yeah. And uh, speaking of actions, I want to read this scripture in Luke 18 and 1, where Jesus is talking to the talking to the disciples, and he's giving them the parable of prayer, but I'm only going to read the first verse. Then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. Those two things go hand in hand, pray and never give up. And that's in the New International Version. So we want to encourage somebody that part of never giving up is having a prayer life. Oh, You don't, because we in ourselves don't have the power Mm -hmm. to not quit. Mm -hmm. The stick-to-itiveness, these are fruit of the Spirit, long-suffering, temperance, patience, kindness, gentleness, meekness, love. All of these are fruit of the Spirit. Fruit of the Spirit. And if you don't have the fruit of the Spirit, then it's difficult for you to say, I'm going to be committed to staying or enduring or you know, suffering long um, in a relationship. Yeah. Because all of these things, I'm I'm just keeping it 100 with you. I haven't said this in a while. We're going to keep it real and we're going to keep it raw. <laughs> there is some suffering that takes place in marriage. You didn't have to say it like that. Uh, that was my preaching voice. You didn't have to say there it like that. There is some they can't suffering <laughs> in marriage. Let me tell you, but if you have a relationship with God, that means you're communing with, communicating with him. That is prayer. Praying is a monologue. You're talking, you're listening. I'm sorry, it's a, a dialogue and it's not a monologue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are talking to God and you are getting responses from God. I never forget, and this is in our book, His Story. Her story. God's glory. Sorry, I was um, stretching my head. I, 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 he, he was supposed to jump right on in there, y'all. I'm sorry. Um, and in one of the chapters I talk about, you know, I was just praying, and this was one of those moments where I really felt like giving up. I was like, God, I, I'm, I'm done. I, I just, I have nothing left in me. God gave me a one-word command, stay. That's all he said. So if you pray to God, God's going to give you an answer. It may not be the answer you want. He may not tell you when, why you staying, uh, how long you're going to have to endure, but you just need to have a relationship with God and get an answer from God and get direction from God and get clarity from God and get patience from God and all of these things. Because the word tells us in Romans 8 and I believe it's 28, all things work together for the good of those who love God and who are the called according to his purpose early in the podcast, we talked about call. If you are called by God to the ministry of marriage, it's going to work together for your good. Mm-hmm. But you can't give up. You can't get impatient because you are in a season of frustration, a season where you're arguing all the time, uh, which was the second, second highest mm-hmm. um, statistic why people say they divorce. Um Whatever the reason is, it's not going to always be like that. You got to make a decision that you are going to follow what it says in 1 Thessalonians 5, 17 through 18. Pray without ceasing in everything. Give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. 
You can't stop praying in marriage when you're in your good season or when you're in a difficult season. Prayer needs to be constant. And that helps gird you up. It helps prepare you. It helps to fortify you and give you the strength that you're going to need in a, a stormy season and then in the good seasons. So I'm going to, sorry, I popped myself. I went back. I want to go back to Luke 18 and 1 when you were talking about, whoa, sorry, technical difficulties. Um, then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they, thank you, that they should always pray and not give up. I think it's important that we emphasize what you did. Prayer first. If you pray first, ask the Holy Spirit to help you, to give you the strength to stick, stick to it, to, you know, stick through it. Then you'll have the strength to not leave. Then you'll have the fortitude to not give up. But if you're trying to do this in your own strength, in your own power, it's going to be very, very hard for you. Not just hard, not just very hard, but very, very hard Mm -hmm. for you to stay and do God's will in your own power. I would dare say you cannot complete or you cannot um, accomplish God's will in your own power, because if you could do it in your own power, you wouldn't need God. You would need the Holy Spirit. So it is it is important that important that you <laughs> that you uh pray and not give up and when when you pray that means there are god will reveal to you there are people that you should confide in people you should not confide in people you should be around people you should not be around places you should go places you shouldn't go this is the, all of these things play a role in and an and an important um, part in you not giving up because if you stay away from certain places, people, or things, then you'll more likely not want to give up. If you are just hey, I'm just going to work, I'm going to school. If you go where you're supposed to go and you do what you're supposed to do. And you're just praying and asking God, God, I need you to help me. He will put people in your life. I believe God will put people in your life, whether it's children, whomever, just to give you a word of encouragement. He'll have somebody send you a text message or somebody just call you out of the blue just to say, you know, how you doing? What's going on? And if you're honest with them, with yourself and with them, they will be able to help you. But if you just go to the and generally speaking, guys do this, or I'm good, you know, then you're not, God has given you a, a person to confide in. He just sent somebody out of the blue to send you a text. And then you're like, oh, I'm good. You know, you're not good. You need somebody to talk to. And he's giving you that outlet, that person to confide in. But because of our pride, our ego, and again, generally speaking, this guys will go with the, oh, I'm good. Everything's good. Everything's not good. Also, I was taking notes. You you said a lot. And you was like, you ended a lot of things with from God, from God, from God. Okay. <clears throat> Just make sure it's from God. Right. You know, it, not from other people. Because I, I was taking notes and you was like, from God. And I, I can't go through everything you just said a few mm-hmm. minutes ago, but I was like, from God, from God, from God. Just make sure it's from God. And then you'll be okay. I believe you'll be okay. 
It'll all work out. And add to that to add to that point, um, because I experienced this, and I'm gonna help somebody out. You'll have that person in your life um, that you talk to that's good and that's wonderful. If you have a friend or a, a relative that you talk to, and they say, "If I were you, mm-hmm. don't even let them finish. Yeah, just just stop them and say." You're not me. Mm-hmm. Um, because I had that in my ear. Um, thankfully, I also had a woman of God in my ear, um, Sister Carolyn, God rest her soul, who was a dear mentor to me. Um, the first church we went to, the pastor's wife, um, she mentored me on being a wife and encouraged me so much. Um, and I was a new convert, if you will. I was recently saved. And so I still had those friends. I still had those negative voices in my ear. Girl, if I were you, I wouldn't take that or I wouldn't stay or I wouldn't da 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 da. And you have to be careful of those voices because then you miss what God has for you. Mm -hmm. If you give up, you're going to miss the beautiful things he has on the other side of adversity. And I want to encourage somebody if somebody says to you, if I were you, just stop them when they get to the you part and say, but you're not. And this is between me and God mm-hmm. because nobody knows what God clearly told you to do, how to do it, when to do it. You can't let those people disrupt your purpose. God said he knows the plans and the purpose for your life, not those people. And they mean, well... But just because they mean well don't mean they're going to speak well. So you got to be careful who you have uh, feeding you advice or so-called encouragement. Um, You want to make sure sound, godly wisdom that you're getting um, from someone. They may mean well, but they may not speak well. Exactly. I like how you just come up with stuff. You just just come up with stuff. So anyway... uh, (laughs) (laughs) And and to go back, I don't know what year, I'm guessing year five, year six of our marriage, that may have occurred somewhere around there. Six, seven, somewhere, eight, nine. Single digits. Ten. And here we are. <laughs> Eleven, twelve. No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know you're just going to keep going. That's right. And here we are 35 plus years later. And we've been through a lot of things, you know, in that time frame. But just imagine if we would have given up, you know, 10, 10 years into the marriage, five years into the marriage, you would not be listening to us right now. We may have podcasts, but it wouldn't be this podcast, that's for sure. That's for not sure. Not with each other. So you never know, you know, how, how bad the enemy may paint the picture that your marriage is. And I'm not saying you're not going through a rough patch a rough stretch, but I do know this, no season lasts forever. That much I do know. If it's a season, seasons come, seasons go. You just have to outlive the season. And please, you know, I think, um, who I hear this from, was it said? Don't make a permanent decision based off a temporary circumstance. And, And we've given, you know, the number one reason for divorce in 2023 was lack of commitment. You have to be committed. I I can't stress it enough. I don't know how to give you commitment. 
or what I can tell you to to build up your commitment level, except going back to the one who created marriage. That's you just have to, you know, just like if you have a car, whatever type of car you have, eventually you're going to take it to a mechanic or take it to a dealership, take it to somebody who knows how to fix cars. So not yeah, somebody that that fixes washing machines. Exactly. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, you're not going to take your car to the Maytag man. It just doesn't work like that. So go back to the one who created marriage and ask him for help, for assistance. Father, I don't know how to do this. Even if you had a, a perfect example, your mother, your father, you know, married and you just thought they were, you know, didn't have any problems, any issues. They had problems. They had issues. They just didn't let you see them. Exactly. <laughs> and so you just have to understand that and um, go back to the to the creator and pray and not give up. They, I'm just stuck on Luke 18 and one. Uh, they should always pray and not give up. Yes. Yes. And in addition to that, in 1 Corinthians 13, 7, it says, Love beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. None of it says some. <laughs> and you say you love your spouse. Um, some people say, I'm, I still love them. I'm not in love with them. Mm. Nowhere in the Bible does it talk about being in love or... No, if you, if you said you love them, you're going to bear all things, believe all things, hope all things, endure all things. And like Doug just said, it's a season. And somebody may be saying, well, we've been going through this for eight years, 10 years, 15 years. Well, God doesn't tell us how long our seasons are going to last and sometimes the season would bend over, but because of stinking thinking or a bad attitude on your part or lack of commitment to God or not praying and seeking God, you're still in it. It's mm-hmm. like you take a test and you have to keep taking that test over. You go in to get your driver's license and you can't get your driver's license until you pass that test. And you're like, why well, I have to keep taking this test? Because you keep failing it. And you might need to just do a circle back around and check in and say, okay, God, where am I going wrong? What do I need to do differently? Why am I still in this season? And again, because Ecclesiastes 3 is clear, to everything there's a time and a season. So if you're in it for a long time, and again, we can't place time on Mm -hmm. God uh, because our timing in this world is not his timing. Um. It, it could be that he's trying to work something in you. He's mm-hmm. trying to work something out of you. He's trying to change you all. He's trying to build character in you. Um, he's preparing you for something uh, better on the other side of this, whatever your this is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we certainly want to encourage you um, to never give up because if you love this person, you say you bear all things, you believe all yeah. things. Hope all things, endure all things. That's what the Bible says. And you were talking about being in seasons and how long extended in the season. One of the things that the Lord just dropped in my spirit was children of Israel. In Deuteronomy, uh, what is this? Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 1, 1 and 2. 
it says it takes 11 days to go from Horeb to wherever they were going. Mm-hmm. And, but it took them 40 years because they kept complaining. Their right. mouth delayed. The, yeah, they kept their mouth kept them from receiving the promises of God. So maybe you're going through all of this because you just won't be quiet. Mm. Just keep your mouth shut. Just don't say anything. But you always got to get the last word. You always got to be right. You always got to say something. Which goes back to 1 Thessalonians 5 and 18. In everything, give thanks. Mm. (laughs) No murmuring, no complaining. Give thanks. Thank you for my husband. Thank you, God, that you feel like I can handle this situation. Thank you, God, that you're a very present help in time of trouble. Thank you, God, that you're with me. Thank you, God, to everything's a time and a season that this thing, this too shall pass. That's one of the famous lines we like to say, this too shall pass. And it's true, mm-hmm. just like a storm blows over. And so you have to give thanks and take sure. your mouth off of it and stop murmuring and stop complaining and pray and praise. You said something interesting. When was the last time you gave thanks for your spouse? Not Give you. Thanks not you. With a grateful but to, heart. But to our listeners, when was the last time you actually gave thanks? For those of you who are going through and, you know, the thought is coming up to, to give up. When was the last time in your prayer life you gave thanks or just said thank you to your spouse? Just right. something to think about. Actually, thanked God for you yesterday. I didn't thank him today. <laughs> I've, I've been busy. I've been ripping and running doing this and that. Um, but um, yes, I'm, I constantly tell him that I'm thankful. Um, and then part of just bearing all things, believing all things, and hoping all things, um, I just want to leave you with these few nuggets as we wrap things up. Learn to accept your spouse for who they are, quirks and all, because we all have them. Uh, No one is perfect. That's Um, a relative term, perfect. Yeah. Only only Jesus is perfect. Mm -hmm. No one is without sin or without flaw. Mm -hmm. Learn to work on yourself. We constantly, a lot of times, we want to give up because we feel like the other person isn't doing what they're supposed to do. Focus on you and what you're supposed to do. And stop trying to fix what isn't broke. Maybe it's supposed to be that way for a reason. What is broke or isn't broke? What isn't broke. Stop oh. trying to fix what isn't broke. Oh. Because a lot of times what you perceive as a broke place in your marriage is not really a broke place. It's all in our perception. And so we need to just stop if we say we love, we're going to bear, we're going to believe, we're going to hope, and we're going to endure. And remember, pray without ceasing and pray and never give up. And we will be back next week. God bless. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. 
We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.